Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so today we're talking about um, release to receive. So this is a powerful process. Uh, let me do a little background here so uh, so that you understand this is not some lofty goal, okay? This is not some uh, lofty process that you aren't able to do. You, you actually can do this. Um, we've got lots of examples that you're already doing this. So your physical body does this normally, naturally, right? Your, your bladder and your bowels are set up, right? Your whole digestive system is set up to get rid of things that you no longer need, right? Um, for, for those uh, uh, girls and, and women who are experiencing their menstrual cycle, the whole process is set up so that you get rid of what you don't need. And when you become pregnant, you you know, you keep, you hold on to what you need. And when you're in menopause, you no longer need it, right? Um, There's uh, lots of research out there that shows that actually every single cell in our body in a five-year time period dies and replenishes. So that literally means from where you're listening today, get out your calendar, figure out whatever this day is five years from now. And guess what? every single cell in your body will be different. You will literally have a new body in five years. Okay. So, um, we want to apply this physical thing that already happens to things like our emotions and our, our, um, thinking, right? So, um, emotional maturity, people learn how to take their anger and, um, you know, transform it into joy, let's say, or your grief into love, or even in the thinking, your confusion to clarity, right? So think about it in the mental world, um, being able to entertain a new idea that you've never had before, take in new information, even changing your habits and perspectives. Um, what about in relationships, right? So if you notice that I have people pleasing or caretaking tendencies, ah, yes, I see. I I noticed that. I'm going to, I'm going to release that. Oh, yes, I see. I'm enabling this person. So I'm going to stop doing that. Right. Or maybe you realize, um, this particular person in the workplace is not, uh, beneficial, right? Or you have a bad boss and you've done everything you possibly can, but you realize the writing on the wall is saying, you might not want to stay here too long. Right. Or maybe you're in a destructive relationship and that can be any sort of relationship, right? Where for whatever reason, uh, you're in the no fun zone more, uh, the majority of the time and you say, okay, we either need to make some changes or I need to release this relationship. Okay. So the problem is not when, you know, we have things that show up like a destructive relationship or grief or anger or, or anything like that, that, that is just, uh, an effect or a result. Okay. That's not the actual problem. The problem is when we hang on too tight. Okay. So let's say, um, you know, you're, you're being introduced to a new belief that you've never had before. Uh, maybe even what we're talking about today, right? That you can release these things. Maybe your belief system says, no, you actually can't, right? 
Um, one of the, the things I'm trying to kind of work on my belief system is everything is harmless. Like I have power and control over everything. I have responsibility. Now, first thing that your, your brain probably does when I say everything is harmless is you, you go to all the evidence of why that's not true, right? That's your belief system trying to fight with you. But what if you just entertained the idea that everything is harmless? You didn't actually choose it. You didn't say this is going to be my new reality. You just said, well, okay, what's the evidence for that? Right? But when you hold on to your belief system, you can't even entertain that thought. Um, or if you're avoiding feeling or processing your emotions, right? Uh, I'll be completely honest. Yesterday I had a day. <laughs> I had some things pop up and I was feeling a lot of feelings, right? And uh, there was one moment where I was like, I'm too busy for this. I've got stuff going on, right? But then I said, stop, you have to feel in order to heal. Let's just feel this for a minute. What's coming up? Why am I having these feelings? What's going on? And the willingness to say, I get it. Okay, maybe I don't understand why I'm feeling like this, but I'm going to allow it to be here, right? That is not hanging on tight or trying to avoid it, right? Um, even the idea of in relationships, living up to expectations, right? Whose expectations are you living up to? Um, was it, you know, a lot of them are, are early caretakers. So your mother, your father, you know, teachers, things like that, but it could be society, culture, uh, significant other relationships, right? So whose expectations are you living up to or expecting yourself to live up to? And can you re release yourself from those expectations? I had to do that many years ago. Honestly, one of the greatest gifts uh, that came to me after having my stroke many years ago, uh, was, you know, for two years, I, I, I couldn't do many things by myself, uh, let alone clean the house. And I just had this epiphany, this realization at that time, yeah, this house cleaning thing, uh, housework, like it has never come naturally or easily to me ever. It's not something I even think about. And so it was a great place to say, yeah, I'm releasing myself from the expectation that I need to take care of a good house and I need to be the one to cook. Clearly, that is not true in this house, okay? But the, holding on to that expectation and forcing myself into that role, and that's really what I felt like it was. It was a role like in a play. It was like, I'm not good at this role, right? Has allowed other people in my family to step up and say, okay, I can, I can fulfill this role. So the hesitancy to release the thing that no longer serves us and receive whatever the new thing is that's showing up, um, it, it, it really does result in several areas. So, you know, in the physical world, think about it this way. Um, you know, the examples that we just shared, your physical body, um, there's a lot of metaphysical connections, but when you're experiencing constipation, menstrual issues, migraines, anxiety, uh, all of those are related in one way or another to holding on to something for dear life. Okay, so if you're experiencing any of those issues, you may want to just entertain what is it I'm holding on to and what can I let go. Uh, but in our emotional body, we can have stress overload. Uh, we can have worry. We can have um, uh, analysis paralysis right? Where we're, we're literally just uh, so stuck in our emotions. It's like we're, we're, um, 
It's a cycle that never ends, right? Or in your mental world, you can have a lack of flow, right? Um, uh, going with the flow, you could have conflict uh, in your thinking, but also conflict in uh, relationships, right? You could have sort of a numbing effect or even, um, you know, just this internal conflict. So the mental and emotional, right? Do you see how it might have that connection with some of those physical things we talked about? Yeah, it, it actually attaches to health, wealth, career, peace, you know, your even, even the clutter in your physical environment, you're holding onto things. So it really is attached to everything. Um, we did our, uh, fear to faith series, uh, a, a couple weeks ago, actually we're in our challenge right now. So if there's still time we're I think we're only on day three today. So there's still time. If you want to jump into that challenge, you can. Um, but one of the things that we talk about is loss, you know, loss is just a transformation. So my, my children, as they're getting rid of their clothes that they're too small for, um, you know, holding on to them is not doing them any good, but taking them to the women's shelter is doing a lot of good, right? So, so the things that we're holding on to, either we, we have gotten used to the idea of just holding on to them, or we haven't entertain this thought of how could it be good for me if I let it go? Okay. So in reality, we want to hold loosely. Okay. Not to say that nothing is important, right? Sometimes when you talk about the idea of detachment, you know, people are like, well, Michelle, I need a home. I need clothes. I need, you know, food. Yes, I totally understand that. But we want to make sure that whatever you own does not own you. Okay. I love the idea of living in a smaller space with less stuff, spending more time outside, less time taking care of my stuff, less clothes to wash and put away. Right. Uh, I love that idea as opposed to the opposite. So loss doesn't have to be something that you grieve. It can be a transformation of something new. So hold loosely. Uh, with every release is an opportunity to receive something new. Okay. You literally in your physical body can get so backed up. You can't eat, right? You can get so emotionally backed up. You'll get numb. You can't feel you can get so mentally backed up that you, you have no um, clarity whatsoever. Right? So if you feel like you are, uh, full, and not in a good way. It may signal that you need to release something. Okay. So go do some thinking about that. See what comes up for you. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time.